0: This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 High FM, I'm Benji Shulman, this is the New Blue Review, and I'm happy to say that uh, we have, as we do every single week, Rob Hutchinson on the line from DSL, how are you doing, Rob? Very well in yourself, Benji. I'm doing fantastically well, thank you. Uh, and we're doing a lot of uh, quite serious stuff over the radio today, with lots of... Uh, politics with Pumlani Majosi and um, and, and the AU. And now we're getting into something which we discussed last week a little bit, uh, Rob, which is the national health insurance. So we sort of didn't go too much into depth about it. Uh, So maybe you can just outline for us what actually is the NHI, what is the government trying to do?
1: The government's trying to implement a, as you said, that national health insurance, which is pretty much in line with other countries such as the the UK, which has their national health service. But pretty much, it's a government-controlled and administered uh, medical aid scheme. Um, that you have to queue up, you have to use certain doctors and it's supposedly put out to create equity or equality within within healthcare amongst, amongst all, all South Africans. And we, whether that is the case or not, uh, we'll, we'll have to see how, how it runs. But the, the idea then is to um, use uh, private healthcare institutions um, make them accessible to to South Africans who aren't on the medical aid, and and so on. Why why they don't just uh, in, uh, improve government healthcare or healthcare facilities is is a mystery to to most people who've been looking at this. But be that as it may, it will involve a a mandatory tax that will be introduced on all South Africans, and that will be used to fund your, your government-sponsored healthcare.
0: So it. It is a a big issue and uh, one that would um, create considerable changes in the way that we do healthcare at the moment. You wouldn't be able to necessarily go to your own doctor; you'd you'd have to wait and, and be allocated one. Uh, basically, the whole medical aid system would also disappear. So there, it would be a big change to the way we operate. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um,
0: you know, so um, it, it's it's a big change. It's not business. It
1: no, it is it is a massive change uh, and a costly one too. The estimates are around about 220 billion billion a year. Those estimates have been put out by by Discovery Health, actually one of the major players in the private healthcare industry, and uh, among amongst others. And there've been talks going on in Parliament and and outside Parliament with public hearings for the past two or three weeks, and major concerns have have been risen because, as you said, it is such a major change the the medical aids or private medical aids currently won't be outlawed as such. You can still you can still use them. And um, but they'll be more seen as a top up, a top up uh, on the on top of the, the, the government's uh, mandated uh, health system. So you'll have you'll be forced to use government's uh, health But if you want to use private health then you'll pay additional to that. You won't be able to choose one or or the other. And I think that is that is of major concern to to a lot of South Africans already who really use private medical aids. And, and we know we've seen we've had experience with with government institutions and the management of, of state owned entities. And this is probably the biggest undertaking government has ever gone to to service or offer social services of this this magnitude. They'll be essentially forming a or creating a monopoly over uh, healthcare and medical aid schemes with the instant adoption of uh, close to 60 million customers or South Africans in this, sta- in this case.
0: Sure, so that, that that is a big deal. I mean, do we have a sense about what, I mean, you, give it, you gave us like a, a number there um, about what would be uh, the cost for this thing. I mean, bearing in mind that we already are taxed as South Africans for the healthcare system because healthcare is free in, in South Africa. So basically, we, we essentially have an NHI already, because you already pay for it, right? Um, <laughs> Indeed so, so how much additional taxes is this going to put on on people for, for going
1: forward? It's hard to say how much personal is, income tax it will place on everyone, but the costs that have been thrown around are no less than 220 billion a year, which is a considerable amount with our taxes, our tax collection in total is probably around one point five billion, uh, trillion. So it's a it's an insane amount of, of money and a great percentage of of the taxes that that are collected. And there's no doubt there'll be a shortfall already is a deficit. So where where this extra money is going to come from can only be from a major increase in in income taxes and other taxes, which we are which we are yet to see. There might be a special NHI tax on everything. Uh, there are many proposals floating around right now but which whichever way it goes it's um, relatively unaffordable for for south africans at at this stage unless we see a, a major increase in in our economic status which is uh, as treasury has pointed out is not very likely we really don't know where this where this money is going to be coming from at all
0: sure and so what is the chances at the moment of this thing going through right? i mean what is the it looks, what, 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 is the, what is the process in terms of where we are with Parliament?
1: It's, it's been ongoing for quite quite some time now, um, almost five years, I think, the discussions have been going on about, about the NHI. And it's, it's obviously a major undertaking, so the the, the discussions need to go, go even further. However, we do seem to be pretty far into it, um, and implementation does seem to be on the horizon. And although there doesn't seem to be any a state owned entity that has been officially launched as yet. Yeah, they have to regulate that and put that in in uh, out for public comment as well, in in the Gazette, and they have to show how the state owned entity will run board of directors and so on. We haven't seen much of much of that or even talks around that. It's basically just about how the system will actually work and how it'll be funded. So the thought out there is that it it might involve uh, private sector, as well, in a partnership with with government to administer administer the uh, national health uh, national health insurance scheme, or it might be, in worst case scenario, expropriation of uh, private healthcare uh, facilities, which I think is why such concern has been raised by by the big players in the market.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and uh, a, a very uh, I think long debate I take it that uh, that people are going to be able to comment on this process, or, or currently are able to comment from.
1: Yes, so there will no doubt be it, an official public participation process. Um, which we have been through a few already. There were uh, some brandished around about two years ago, two and a half years ago, where it went out for public comment on the initial idea. What they're currently going through now is actual uh, presentations to Parliament and to the committee and from from major stakeholders. But once those discussions have, have gotten uh, are completed, then it will definitely go out for public comment again. And that will be on the final policy proposal. Which will which will reveal exactly how how this will work.
0: Yeah, absolutely interesting, and we'll definitely be keeping an eye on it uh, on this particular show. You're listening to me, Benji Schulman, on the new Blue Review, and we were chat we are chatting rather to Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa. This is the new Blue Review with Benji Schulman, one hundred one point nine High FM, talking to Rob Hutchinson today from. Dear South Africa, about uh, what is going on in Parliament. Rob, we're going to see the state of the nation addressed. Do you have any idea where it's actually going to be held yet?
1: <laughs> That's a very good question. I have no idea where it's going to be held. Most most likely in the city of Cape Town municipal building or, or somewhere, there, because most of parliamentary sessions have been taking place there. Or maybe they'll do it online, who knows, <laughs> and send out a Zoom link to, to everyone as they've done before.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that could definitely be one way of... Uh, one way of handling it. Uh, now, Rob, you, you've you had uh, in the last couple of weeks a very interesting, uh, a two part interesting guest, uh, which I was actually listening to was absolutely fascinating. Who is on the cards for today?
1: Oh, what well, do you mean on Wednesday?
0: Oh, Wednesday yes. so, for Wednesday,
1: yes. Today for Wednesday. Today for Wednesday. Actually, I haven't I haven't got a guest yet. So, if if Benji's willing to come on the show, come. Let's have a good chat about what's been going if we on. If you have any listeners
0: up. that want to be on Rob's show, just put up your hands. You can send him. He'll he'll get you on.
1: There you go. Absolutely, we'll be a surprise guest this Wednesday on Dear Parliament Show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Rob. I think uh, that will have to be uh, something that you look at. And the other thing that uh, that has been uh, really important is, is, of course, once you have the State of the Nation Address and the budget, then you get all of the different, um, all of the different levels of government then sort of following short order when it comes to to this. So you'll suddenly have the province and then the city. Are we expecting that with these new coalition governments that there's going to be different budgets and and different um, inputs that we're going to see that we maybe not normally have seen before?
1: I, I don't think so. You know, it's municipal budget time coming up pretty soon. Um, they start their budget process in in around about March and carry it on through to April, April and May. Um, however, those are done mostly independently. The major metros put forward their own budgets and these smaller municipalities are put forward by, by National Treasury. But in a coalition, I suppose that they'd have to work work together. And, you know, that all stems off of the, off of the national budget, which which uh, it promises to be quite interesting. I think the budget speech this, this year, although... The uh, Treasury did call for public comment on on that and asked for public input. There hasn't been much uh, participation in that. I think nobody is really quite sure how to solve the, the, the problems that we are facing economically as, as yet. There have been some great proposals by the usual players and, and big stakeholders. But as far as the public goes, there seems to be uh, a bit of confusion and maybe depression as to what's going on you know where people can't come up with with solutions then it's an indication that the the situation is quite dire out there
0: yeah absolutely it's uh, not a joke uh, and hopefully uh, you know just by getting input in you'll actually be able to to really uh, make a change which is a good start Uh, and if people want to do that um, uh, Rob how can they go about doing so
1: well, we've got quite a few campaigns running on on our, our platform currently, as at DSouthAfrica.co.za. Or if you want to comment on and provide solutions to to the you know, for the budget speech, our Treasury has actually provided a fantastic uh, website and portal where people can actually have their say on that, and that's on the on the Treasury's uh, Treasury's website. I think it's Treasury.gov.za, and they are taking comments directly from from the public. But whether they'll put them in, who knows, but it's worth a shot. Give it a go.
0: <laughs> there you go. Well, if you do want to uh, do that, I would definitely suggest that that is a good way for you to make your voice heard. And I'm sure there will be lots and lots of issues coming up very soon that um, that you should be uh, looking out for. Rob, thank you so much. And uh, you will, I'm sure, be keeping a beady eye with us on these as we go forward.
1: Absolutely, Benji. Thanks so much for, for having me on, and thank you for all these Monday morning opportunities. Always, always are great to reveal the findings within the in their Friday published government gazettes. You know, <laughs> I scar through them, and then the big reveal always happens on on this show. It's great on, stuff on Monday morning.
0: It's like it's like archaeology for Parliament, basically, uh, sure <laughs> It's like what is the latest finding, the latest dig? You have to like dust it off and figure out what it actually is, because no one's really sure.
1: Uh, that's so great and en- what a great analogy. That's exactly if we put the pieces together and we form our own Tyrannosaurus. Yes, that's pretty much Or it to
0: give it a, a proper name and an understanding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, Commentosaurus. There we go.
0: <laughs> in, yeah, that's we're, we're going to change the name of the organization, Rob, from Dear South Africa to Comment. Commentosaurus.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> Love it. Lovely Well,
0: on that uh, slightly bizarre note, Rob, thank you so much for joining us and bringing us, us to the end of the show. Thank you to Rob for joining us. Thank you to Craig for pushing all the big red buttons. Vusi, who's on the sound, and Mashadi, who's on the production. And to you, dear, dear listener,
1: who joins us every single week and do continue to join us next week on the New Blue Review.